What's up, what's up, what's up? You are now tuned into What's the Word podcast. I am your host, Just Jazz, and I have three main goals to encourage you to grow godly character, to equip you to live effectively in today's society, and to open you to salvation through Jesus Christ. So ditch what you heard and let's discover what's the word. Welcome back, scholars. Today's episode is titled Powerful Peace of Life because we all know that proper preparation prevents poor performance and to prepare for what you pray for. But if I may be real with myself and y'all, those concepts are sometimes easier said than done. As I was contemplating on the title for this episode, I thought, dang, these are really the cheat codes to a righteous life. Righteous has always been like a church word to me, but as I did my research, I discovered that righteous is actually defined as morally right or justifiable, something that's virtuous, something that is very good and excellent. I don't know about you, but that's the kind of life I'm expecting to live. Only the best for the best, baby. Some wins for the week is that I had a change of perspective. Celebrations are two-sided. Majority of people go to celebrations thinking of only the person who's hosting the event. But true celebrations make everyone involved feel celebrated. There was a time when everywhere I went, I told someone it was my birthday. Not because I wanted all the attention, but because each day offered opportunities for growth, which deserved to be celebrated. I don't know when I left that place, but this past weekend reminded me of the power of perspective and how it works for those who work it. So celebrate yourself while celebrating others around you. Speaking of celebrations, I am having a party and you all are invited. Mark your calendar, Saturday, July 11th. I want to personally invite you to a virtual party to celebrate the end of our first series and three months of podcasting. This is a really big deal, honey, so get into it. There will also be a chance for you to win some free money. Yes, I said it, free money. My money in your pockets. You don't want to miss this. Make sure you click the link in the show notes. Just scroll up and sign up to be a part of our emailing list for your personal invitation and secret deeds. As you know, we are studying in the book of Nehemiah. If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, I strongly suggest that you do so you can have a better understanding of where we are. Let me set the scene. Nehemiah was the last to come back with a plan to help the Israelite exiles rebuild. His focus was rebuilding the wall, which helped set boundaries physically at first and then spiritually. Everyone thought that Nehemiah's mission was impossible until they realized that his help came from God and God alone. Remember, with God, nothing is impossible. If you want to read in scripture about Nehemiah, his story can be found in the book of Nehemiah. Today, I want to remind you that we show God we are serious when we combine prayer with proper planning and preparation, just as Nehemiah. One of the strongest reasons for reading the Bible is to learn from the lives of God's people. So let's analyze Nehemiah's life for ways in which we can improve our own. Some strengths and accomplishments that we see in his life is that he was a brilliant planner, organizer, and motivator. You might not have the popular talents, but trust me, you can make a difference right where you are. Look within and help where you can. He was calm under opposition. Have you ever heard the best response sometimes is no response? Well, how about the best response being prayer? He was also able to be bluntly honest with people when they were sinning. One of the phrases that I hear a lot is that if you like it, I love it. And that is a cop out from telling someone how you really feel. You are not helping the kingdom grow by pacifying sin. Some lessons we can learn from his life is that the first step to any and everything should be prayer. Prayer should be as natural to us as speaking, as breathing. Our lives are living proof that God is answering prayers. Survey your life right now. How many answered prayers can you count? 
Another lesson we can learn from his life is that people under God's direction can accomplish impossible tasks. One thing I know, two things for show, is that God will show up and show out. So to count anyone out means that you're not as in tune with reality as you think. God is the creator of all things. Nothing is more powerful than God. I want you to remember that God can use you wherever you are in life, no matter what type of work you do. If you don't believe me, trust his history. He's done it time and time again. Let him use you. I know you're wondering how you can apply all that you've learned to your life. And there's two easy steps coming from today's episode. The first step to living a powerful life is to pray. We have to be comfortable talking with God about any and everything we do. We also have to be comfortable with sharing our inner thoughts with God. We should talk with God just as much as we talk to our friends. I don't know about you, but I can talk to certain people for hours. But when it comes to dedicating more time in my prayer closet, I need to get my weight up. My Bible reminds me that God's most powerful force is prayer. Through prayer, God guides our preparation, teamwork, and our diligent efforts to carry out his will. Prayer and action go hand in hand. When Nehemiah began his work, he recognized the problem, immediately prayed, and acted towards a solution. The second step in living a powerful life is to persist. And when I looked up the definition of persist, it means to continue firmly in an opinion or a course of action in spite of difficulty, opposition, or failure. In other words, it means to press on, to put all of what you've learned into action no matter the consequences. When you know better, you do better. Have you ever shared something that you struggled with with someone and they hit you with advice that you already knew? But instead of being rude and interjecting, you sat there and you wondered why you didn't do that in the first place. The powerful Paul said it best in Romans chapter 7 verses 15. Simply knowing the law isn't good enough to stop sin's powerful influence. When difficulties come, there's a tendency for us to let discouragement creep in. Stop it in its tracks and remember that when problems arise, we must face them head on and persist to complete God's work. In closing, I want to ask you to consider making Jesus your Lord and Savior. The choice is yours. Nehemiah had position, power, and prestige planning skills, but he acknowledged that it was God who helped him along the way. Without the strength of God, none of his hard work would have even mattered. Do you acknowledge God as the powerful source in your life that he is? Once again, I would like to thank you for tuning in to What's the Word podcast. If someone was on your mind while listening, please send them the link. And if you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review, y'all. Make sure you connect with us on social media, on Instagram at underscore underscore what's the word podcast and on Twitter at underscore underscore what's the word. If no one has told you today, I love you and I appreciate you. Now go be a blessing. Be sure to tune into next week's episode where we'll talk about leading by example.